0: If someone with a problem says, I'm the way I am because of my mother or father, does this mean that it is impossible for him to change? Or is he using this as an excuse when sin is really the problem? Well, the listener who writes that way has a very good question. I can't answer the last question directly because I don't know in any given case whether or not a person is using this kind of cop-out as an excuse. But I can say this, that if he is talking about doing something that God says he can do, must do, and should do, and says that it's impossible to do that because of his father or mother, Whether he's using it as an excuse or not, he's wrong. He may be deceived because a lot of people teach that we are what we are strictly because of what others have done to us, but deceived or using it as an excuse, either way, he is clearly wrong according to the Word of God. It's time that we said something about this matter, you know. It's time that Christians spoke up. It's time that the principles of the Word of God were plainly enunciated. We've heard too much about this deterministic view that someone else can influence our lives so greatly that we have no control over what they have done to us but are mere pawns and victims of the way that they have violated our persons. Now it's true, let's get it very clear from the beginning and we'll say more about this in the next broadcast, It's very true that the influence of others is of significance in our lives. Every Christian believes this. He teaches this. He believes that his very teaching and his example is of importance. The Word of God says so. The example of parents and the teaching of parents, the Word of God makes very clear, is of utmost importance. But in spite of that, God himself can so rearrange a life, can so reach into a person's experience and transform and change him, that inside of a very short period of time he can become a vitally new person. Some people don't believe that. In our counseling context, we often have women who come in Who complain that they're the way they are because of their husbands or because of their parents or because of something else and they whine and mope over this fact and they say to me well you see I just can't help it this is the way I am I tell them then just a little bit about the story of Dayuma you might remember Dayuma who after members of her tribe had killed those missionaries by running them through with spears down in South America, had become converted. Dayuma was one of the earliest converts. And here was somebody who lived in a totally pagan background, who was raised and influenced in completely pagan views and now had come to know Jesus Christ as her Savior, recognized her sin, repented of our sin, put her faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. In just a few short years after her conversion, Dayuma went through the United States lecturing to groups of women, groups that contain some of these very same complaining, whining women who speak about being so terribly abused by their parents and cannot change. Here she, raised in that totally foreign uh, atmosphere to anything Christian, had been so transformed by the gospel in her life that she was able to lecture to these very women in the United States, many of whom had been raised in Christian cultures and in Christian churches and in Christian homes from infancy. So you see, We can't complain that way. We have no excuse for making that complaint. Of course, the influence of childhood is tremendous upon us, but it is not all determinative. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ can so transform a person's life. When he comes to see his sin and puts his trust in the Lord Jesus and then goes on to walk by the Spirit, as Paul says in Galatians 5.16. He does not need to carry out the desire of the flesh. Even though the body has been programmed towards sin, even though before we came to know Christ we may have developed habits and patterns that have become so automatic and so much a part of us that we do them without even realizing that we're doing them, Paul says that we do not need to carry out. The desire of the flesh that is to do the deeds of the flesh as he speaks about them in verses 19 through 21 if we walk by the power of the spirit if the spirit of god himself leads us as a shepherd in the paths of righteousness for god's name's sake we do not need to be any longer under the condemnation and power of a broken law because of the power of sin reigning in our lives that power has been broken And progressively, day by day, we can become more and more like the Lord Jesus Christ, overcoming those sins, dealing with those problems, solving those difficulties according to the Word of God by the power of the Spirit of God who works within us. The Scriptures speak of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5.22. And that fruit of the Spirit is a fruit or a work or a result of His presence. Wherever the Spirit of God dwells within a person, the kinds of things that are mentioned in verses 19, 20, and 21, immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envions, drunkenness, carousings, and as Paul says, things like these. Those kinds of things can be put off, and indeed in their place, the fruit, or the result of the work of the spirit of god within us which he describes in verses 22 and 23 as love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control this fruit of the spirit can be put on to replace the old ways it's a wonderful thing you know to to recognize that no matter how lousy and terrible our living has been in the past How sinful it has been before God and others. Not only can the sin be forgiven, but it can be overcome. A new way of life can replace the old one. You are not simply stuck with what others have done toward you or what you have learned to do in years past. The Spirit of God, if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, dwells within you. If you don't know him then today is the day to put your trust in jesus christ and come to know what it's all about to be able to overcome sin and deal with it you see many older people often say well you can't teach an old dog new tricks that's not so about human beings i'm not sure about old dogs i'm not an animal trainer but one thing i know is that neither you nor anyone else Who can make that statement is an old dog he's a human being created in the image of the living god and if god says change then the directions for that change are clearly outlined in the scriptures and the power to effect that change is given to us potently in the possession of the holy spirit himself help us lord to see this as true for christ's sake amen